I'm here now. I found you, Daddy. And I love you. I love you. I love you. I don't know. It literally came to my head. Seriously. I was trying to test audio because I tried to start this once before. Just, 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 just a few moments ago, I tried to start this here podcast and the audio was not working and I had no idea how to troubleshoot. So I did the old trusty. I just... I just exited out and started over, and you know what? We're here, and it's happening, so hell yeah. The only thing you missed was Doja was purring into the mic when I started the last, like, mini episode I just tried to film, but it wasn't recording audio, so unfortunately, the cuteness is not there, so I hope that's okay. I hope that you can forgive me, and I hope that you are having a fantastic day, and you don't, you're excusing the fact that I sound like I'm all over the place, because I am. Okay. Breathe, Lacey. <laughs> it's so funny because a couple like men have commented like, she's out of breath from just sitting on my videos. And I'm like, do you understand? It's because I literally talk fucking 10 miles an hour. Like I'm always just 10 doesn't sound fast, but like, I don't know. 100 miles an hour. That sounds better. But anyway, we're going to go into I'm not going to have a big sappy spiel, but I do want to comment on a few notes and feedback that I got because I do think that's helpful. I do think that's beneficial. And obviously I want you guys to know I am listening. I am watching. I'm looking at comments. I'm doing all the things. First thing that y'all have noticed, and I've had a couple comments on my bitch ass says like way too goddamn much. <laughs> I actually had a longer drive today. So I listened to a couple of my episodes just to make sure everything sounds good. Everything's okay. Like I was checking the difference between the balance between when I was filming in stereo versus mono. And let me tell you, or do I need to film in? Yes, I'm in. I'm okay. Sorry. I just had a like quick panic attack of like, am I filming in the wrong one? But I literally was like, oh my God, I say like so much. And I think it's just because I'm the only person talking. I'm in my room by myself. I'm, you know, I have these ideas, but I feel like if there's awkward pauses, it's going to just be weird. So I just want to keep talking. And like is such a good filler, but it is one of those things. As soon as you notice it, it just takes away. And then I was just like, <laughs> I was I'm just not thriving in the car because I was just, oh God, I was just like, oh my God. And I, I'm noticing it every time now and I'm trying so hard not to, but it is just so hard because it's such an easy word to just throw in there, but it was too much. I'm not offended by that feedback. It was too much. And I'm sorry. I'm going to try really hard not to, but it might slip in there, but I'll try to bring it down substantially. Okay. So that hopefully it's not near as much and you don't notice it as much. Now you're going to notice it this episode the whole time because I brought it up. So like, maybe I shouldn't have done that till the end, but you know what? We're here. We already said it. So we're going to do it and I'm going to try my best. Okay. <laughs> hey Siri, what are synonyms for like? <laughs> anyway, the next thing I got was a lot of people well, not a lot. I act like a lot. When I say a lot, it means more than three. <laughs> that's, that's my numbers. Um, but people said that I have a good voice for this and like, don't be, don't be blowing my head up. Okay. Don't be doing that to me because I feel like every, I need a shot caller, but I do feel as if <laughs> every single person kind of just doesn't like the way their voice sounds. So it was really nice to hear that my voice is soothing and you guys enjoy it and it sounds good throughout. So I think the audio's fixed too, which is great from changing it because Travis helped me with that. And then also just 
instead of talking quieter close to the mic, I have now started talking a little bit louder farther away. And I think that's helping the mouth sounds that I didn't like. I think one person said they actually didn't mind it because it was kind of ASMR. But for the people, I can't remember the name of it, but it's actually like either a phobia or something where they like cannot stand the sound of like mouth noises and stuff. I didn't want y'all to be going into a tizzy. So that's why I wanted to try to get that under wraps because I would hear it and I'm just, oh, I did not like it because again, I just talk really fast and I have to take the breath. I have to breathe. You know, I got to keep doing that. <laughs> you, you've got to do that. That's one of the mandatories. So it was just... I just wanted to make sure it was gone. Okay. So that's the beginning. That's the whole thing. I'm trying my goddamn hardest to not say like, I swear. God, it's so hard. Oh my God. But I, I noticed it too. And I was like, wow, this is annoying. Oh my word. Like I said, I think I will get better because obviously this is just my few episodes. It's still kind of a new thing to me to just sit in here and film for an hour in my bedroom, just talking into a mic with my cat running around. So I do definitely think that I will get better at it. And maybe then I won't have the like as much because those are like an um, I did public speaking. Okay. And when I would watch other people, I remember being like, Oh my God, they said, um, 942 times, or they said like so many times because it's something that you want to try to avoid. And then here I am just every other word like, um, <laughs> In my fucking podcast. So I'm sorry. I will do my best. But hey, how the hell are you? I hope you're doing swell. I hope that you are enjoying the podcast. I've had great feedback, obviously, and um, people giving constructive criticism, which I will gladly take because there's a there's a very easy way to go about it, not being a dick. And everyone has done that so far. They've been fantastic. They've been super nice just giving their feedback, which is what I want from you. I want your feedback. I want to make this a better podcast because, you know, I just I want to have a good podcast, you know, but I wanted to talk because I did go. I had a little trip this past weekend. I got to do kind of like an influencer thing. Basically, I drove up to Navarre, Ohio. I don't know. Ohio always has the whack ass names for towns. It looks one way and spells another. Bell Fountain is Bellefontaine you know, it's just whack. But I went up there because somebody reached out to me. His name's Travis and he has a podcast, but he also has a dairy operation and he's a veterinarian. It was so cool, genuinely, but it was really cool for me because I loved going and checking it out. One, there was so many cows for me to pet. Oh my word. And he had a big ass horse that was like 19.8 hands, Big John. Oh, I wanted to take Big John home so bad. He was so freaking cool. But anyway, Basically, the reason it was so cool is because when I was in college learning animal science, we, we covered all animal husbandry, okay? So we learned about dairy operations and all the ins and outs and like equipment and such. So the newest thing that had been introduced was this fully robotic milker to where the cows all wear, it looks kind of like, like how the cowbells used to be, like a thing. I'm, I just said like too many times already, um, but kind of like a collar and it has a chip that has all their information at each cow has their own thing and so when they feel that their bag is full of milk and they want to relieve that they just walk up and it's like a shoot situation and they walk up and they tap this scans the thing so it knows which cow this is and the full thing just goes and milks them and it sanitizes the teats and does everything and it was so cool to see that in action and I wish I would have like that's the one thing I wish I would have done is I really hate that I didn't take a lot of pictures and videos because I was just kind of experiencing it and taking it in because I was having a good time and it was really cool to learn all that but I think it would be so beneficial because when I tell you that these cows were just so goddamn chill and just happy, genuinely just happy, content cattle. 
um, we walked through the cows and they all were letting me pet them. And not just like, I'll let you let me, I'll let you pet me because you know, I don't want to, you know, whatever. They were coming up to me, licking my pants, following me around. They're just very friendly. And a lot of dairy operations are like that because they, you want to have happy, healthy cows. At the end of the day, the best way that I can tell you that has there been terrible ways people have treated animals in the past? Absolutely. I will never let us stray from that. There were people and ways that we did things that were straight up terrible, and that's never okay. Animals should always be respected, loved, and appreciated regardless of what they are for. You know, whether it's a pet or for a production, doesn't matter. That is a like, that is like life. I almost said that's a human being. <laughs> that is a life with a soul and a personality and feelings. They may not be as complex as ours, but they're there. So we need to make sure that we're treating them with the most respect. And there has been a lot of advances. So many. Doja's playing with a toy with a goddamn bell. I'm so sorry. <laughs> She's fucking it up over there. <laughs> but anyway, so it was so cool to see because you hear all the things and you see the PETA propaganda and all that bullshit. And then to just see those cows just living their lives. They have water beds. They get the best diets because you have to be feeding cattle a lot when they're milking at that rate because they just you have to have inner energy in order to produce like that and they just they just looked content like they didn't they weren't stressed they had no body language that said oh I don't like this or this is terrible yada 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 they were just chilling they just have a big bachelor or bachelorette pad that they all hang out in have some gossip there's things that come through twice or every two hours to make sure there's not a lot of poop and everything in there they've got all the water they need they've got food and like I said, they just, they just were content. Like they were just very content. And I wish that more people could see stuff like that because it really does put in perspective because most of the PETA stuff that they still push are videos from years ago. Because like I said, there were times when there was not regulations, there was not laws put in place. There wasn't people like Temple Grandin really advocating for the animals. And that was terrible. But now we have those things and it really has changed significantly when it comes to the animal industry and how we treat animals and how we take care of them when we're using them for production. So it was really neat to see. I got to be on their podcast. It was super fun. I have shared it on my Instagram, but I can also add uh, the, at least the name of their podcast in this bio, if you want to go or yeah, in the bio, so you can listen to it. It's a little bit long and it is more on the like nerdy animal side. It's not definitely not me talking about freaking men's kinks and weird guys on Bumble, but it was really fun. And it was really cool to get to talk to people that have such a background and experience and being able to like be a little bit more on my nerdy side and my advocate side. So if you want to give that a listen, I definitely recommend it. I had a really good time. I would love to go back. If I do go back, I will definitely take more pictures and videos so that I can show you guys because it really is so cool to see it in action because these cows milk themselves. They literally just go, hmm, yep, my bag is full. And they just milk mosey on over and they wait in line because there was uh, like three ish in like the little waiting area thing like uh in the waiting area in the lobby <laughs> they were waiting in the lobby to go in for their appointment but they just chill chill as hell chewing cud just getting milked and then they just go about their fucking day they he said that they milk themselves three times a day then instead most dairy operations usually do like 12 every 12 hours and so it's usually two times a day doja is absolutely fucking it up oh my word you guys want me to have a video option and i hope you understand it would literally just be me sitting here crisscross applesauce i don't even know like i guess i would have a little bit more personality maybe because i do kind of talk with my hands and stuff but then it would literally just be doja and all the weird shit she does while i'm trying to film in a podcast episode but anyway 
that was the, I guess that could have been considered the like segment of let's talk nerdy uh, or let's get nerdy. But anyway, I do have more of a serious topic. And then I plan on answering a few questions that I got that were pretty good from DMs and stuff. And then also I think I have some fun things as far as like men, because listen, I am out here in the trenches of Tinder and Bumble for you guys. I am a person for the people really in truth, like in my core, I have loved finding weird shit for y'all for your entertainment. I will put my neck on the line and deal with all these weird men for your entertainment, because that's the kind of person I am. But the conversation I want to have, it, like I said, it is kind of more serious. So I hope that that's okay. Obviously, if this is a subject you don't want to listen to, I totally understand because it is definitely a trigger warning. I'm going to be talking about mental health, about thoughts of not wanting to be here uh, briefly. So if that's not something you want to do, I totally get that. And feel free to skip ahead until you hear me be like, hey, now we're going to talk about men. <laughs> but I made this video not too long ago where I would just was doing a silly goofy get ready with me and because I was getting ready to go to a tattoo and I just thought it'd be funny to do a very realistic get ready with me because I feel like a lot of people that do get ready with me are like already beautiful and look put together and have these matching jammies and all this shit and I'm like that ain't me chief that ain't me so I ended up doing it and in the beginning of the video I was like I'm gonna take my anti-anxiety meds and wash it down with iced coffee ooh decadent and I had a lot of people in the comments just the, and it's something that really honestly upsets me because I'm so passionate about, um, mental health, but a lot of people were like, either like, oh, well, you probably wouldn't need that anti-anxiety medication if you didn't drink the coffee or, oh, I got off medication by doing this, this, and this, or there was even some people doing the same kind of message, but also like, because they were promoting some kind of life coaching or something that they have. And I got DMs and I know these people, like, I want to preface with this because if you're, if you happen to be somebody who might've commented something and you think that I'm just, I think you're a terrible person. I don't, I definitely don't. I know that most of the time stuff like that is coming from a good place because a lot of times in this world, what we do is if we find something that works for ourselves, whether that be, you know, you changed your diet, you started adding exercise and you were journaling and you did this and you noticed a significant difference in your anxiety, you want to share that with people in hopes that they you know, could maybe benefit from that. And that aspect of it is wonderful. Absolutely fantastic. But to watch somebody just simply take medication and assume that you know anything about their medical history, about their anxiety, about, you know, their story, and the fact that you're not a medical professional, that is so fucking dangerous. And it pisses me off. I'm sorry, but I got angry because it's asinine to as a normal person who does not know anything about mental health other than the own research that you might have done for yourself to try to project that onto other people on a social platform is dangerous. That is so fucking dangerous because of this reason. All it does is perpetuate the rhetoric of medication is bad. That if you need to take anti-medicate, like anti-anxiety or anti-depression medication, that is bad. That is bad. You shouldn't do it. You should be frowned upon. You shouldn't have to depend on a pill the rest of your life. And you know, it just, it, it, it hits me because I grew up in that, not necessarily because of my parents, but society, because I was always an anxious kid. I was an anxious kid is abundantly obvious. Um, I literally thought the rapture was going to, I did not grow up in a religious household. First of all, my parents did not make me go to church or anything. I literally thought there was a rapture going to happen every single day. And I would be panicked if I did not know where every single person in my family was. And I would just, I, I would worry myself fucking sick because I was afraid that I was 
like they were just, everyone was going to go, but me, everyone was going to get to go, but me. And I had a hard time sleeping. It was just, I was a very anxious kid and my parents didn't realize it was anxiety. You know, they just think it's the kids being quirky. And also, I don't think I ever told anybody about the rapture thing because I thought people would think I was crazy. So I kind of just, you know, dealt with that one. But anyway, when I was about 19, I was a freshman in college and anxiety really started to mess with me. Maybe I was 18. Doesn't matter. I was 18 or 19. I was a freshman in college and my anxiety really started to get out of control. And it was really bad. I was 19, 18, 19 years old, sleeping on my parents' floor again like I was a child because I literally could not sleep because of the thoughts that were in my brain. And they were so scary. And I waited so long and I got to the point, trigger warning, where I didn't want to be here. Okay. That's how bad it had to get for me in order to get help because of all of the push for therapy being bad, you know, oh, you're anxious. Just calm down. Just breathe. It's all in your head. Blah, blah, blah. That's what it, that's what it did to me. I almost wasn't here because of that. It just, it took my dad being like, Hey, maybe you should go to therapy. I know it's scary. I'll drive you to your first appointment and stay with you. And then I got into therapy and I was in pretty extensive therapy for about a year. I went once a week and it did help. It was able to get me, it was a long process, but it helped tremendously to work those problems out and to work with that anxiety. It was also a time that I was, I had just went through a significant weight loss. So I was eating better. I was working out. All those factors definitely do improve your mental health. Absolutely. But then it would just, I would have like ups and downs and I've noticed it big, like this past year, I've really noticed it. And I'm working with a therapist and a psychiatrist to kind of figure it out. But I have like seasonal depression, but with anxiety because in the summer, fall months, I'm usually pretty good and I'm not too anxious. But once that like, um, time change hits, it just turns the fuck on and I become a completely different person and it's scary and it's, I don't like it. And you know, two, three years ago, it got to the point again, where I was just, I didn't want to fucking be here because it was so bad. Every day I was fighting thoughts in my own head, thinking I was crazy. And finally I was like, you know what, let's try medication. And that was the best fucking decision I ever made. And I've gone off, off that medication a couple times and it works. But when I tell you that this last time was really fucking bad and again, had those scary thoughts, this medication saved my fucking life. So I do not like when people perpetuate this whole thing of like, you know, you don't need medication. Brain scans show that people with anxiety, depression, bipolar disorder, anything have a different brain scan. They're literally wired fucking differently. So it's no different than trying to tell somebody who's diabetic, well, have you just tried changing your diet? Because yes, are there some people with diabetes who are able to reverse it or help it significantly by changing their diet majorly? Yes, I've heard it all the time. But there are also people that it does not matter what they do, they still need a medication to keep them healthy and keep them here. So next time you think about projecting your fucking opinion on whether somebody gets to take medication or not, remember that that comes with that. You are perpetuating a shame of, oh, well, you don't need to be on medication. There's so many other ways you can do it. You don't know what that person has tried because usually medication is the last fucking thing people try. Usually. It's just, I know there, I definitely do agree that big pharma can be a push and there can be a lot of times when people get put on medications that maybe they didn't need to be put on. Absolutely. But you are not a doctor. You do not know this person. You do not know their medical history. You don't know what they're going through. Just be supportive. 
just be fucking supportive. You do not have to project your opinion of, well, I did this, or I know someone that did this, or I have this 10-step program that you can pay $9.99 for. No, I don't want it. I don't fucking, okay, Doge, okay. You move my mic, you're coming in, hello. She's like, mom, you're getting a little too heated. And I know, I'm sorry if that did seem like a very different Lacey, but it just really upset me. And not even for me, because like I said, I have really come to terms with the fact that I am on medication to help myself and it's totally fine. It's totally normal. My brain is wired different and my brain does not allow me to keep as much serotonin and dopamine as other brains. And that's why I need to take some so that I feel normal. Doge is literally sleeping on my shoulder. Um, but oh God, she's purring into the fucking mic. <laughs> she said she's my therapy cat. She heard me getting worked up. She's like, all right, I need to go calm this bitch down. <laughs> But literally, it's just so frustrating for me because I don't want other people, because that's why I talk about it. I am very open about my mental health because I know how beneficial that can be for other people. And I know that it makes, I know how much it makes me feel not alone when people talk about it and when people are open and honest. So I want to be that for other people, especially because... I think people see me being an influencer and they see me having these cute cows. And so they just immediately assume that like nothing could be wrong with me. I could, I shouldn't struggle with mental health and stuff like that, but I do. I have very bad anxiety. So not only do I want to just make sure that I am promoting that positivity, but I want to make sure people in my comments are doing the same. And like I said, I know that it comes from a good place. I know that most people who are commenting something like that have no desire to have any negative effect. They just want to try to be helpful. But just remember that you can be perpetuating that negative shame and that just bad connotation when it comes to medication. And that's something I just, I have a really hard time with because as somebody who, like I said, might not have been here had I not finally just gone to therapy and got on medication, I will always advocate for that because there is nothing wrong with taking medication every day if it makes you feel better. There is absolutely nothing wrong with going to therapy once, twice, three times a week if it makes you feel better. There is nothing wrong with taking medication. And there's also nothing wrong with wanting to do it without medication because that's what I did for the first five, six years. I told my therapist straight out when I went to my first appointment that I didn't want to be put on medication because I had that same thing of like, oh, I don't want to depend on a pill the rest of my life. Blah, 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 blah. There's no fucking problem with depending on a pill the rest of your life, but whatever. <laughs> um, but you know, that's just, that's the way it felt. That's the way I was. And so I did try to manage it for a long time. But like I said, this, this last time and a couple years ago, the times when I've been put on medication, it was not good. And that was my last resort. Literally, I had tried other things this past time before getting on Wellbutrin. I literally was dieting really well, eating very good foods. I was exercising at least five, six times a week. I had the walking pad that I was doing. I was journaling. I was taking vitamin D. I was doing all these fucking things. And I still had crippling anxiety every single day. So I was like, something has to give here because I'm, I'm at my wits end essentially. So like I said... That is a that is a rant, and I'm so sorry that you had to hear it. Um, I hope that <laughs> I hope that it was. I just had to get off my chest. Literally, it's just been sitting there because ever since I made that video, and I just I needed to talk about it because it was just something that I I feel very passionate about because, like I said, mental health is very very a very important subject to me. I, I always want people to know you're not alone. I always want people to know that it's a safe place. My page, any of my pages, are a safe place. You are not crazy. The thoughts in your head, they're, 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 they're there. And you might think that they're scary, but they're not you. They're not you. So that is my little spiel there. 
like I said, I know it was kind of a lot. I know that it wasn't the most hee-hee-ha-ha fun that it could be, but we are moving on after my little spiel. So I had a good question. Um, I think somebody left it on the actual where you can put your thoughts of the podcast. Somebody asked if I ever struggle or if I have any, like, I can't remember exactly how it was worded, but basically they were just asking if I ever have like men run into knowing me from the internet or something like that. And the answer is a big fat negative. <laughs> My demographic is literally like 90% women. <laughs> My demographic is so aggressively the girls, the gays and the theys. There's not a lot of straight men that follow me. Not at all. And there's definitely probably been a video or two of mine that have come across some guys for you page, but most of the videos I'm, my hair's in a messy bun. I have my glasses on and it's, you know, like I said, I would probably need to be sitting on snow for them to be able to make the correlation versus, uh, you know, other people who might know who I am. So I have not really run into that. I did have one guy who we're still like friends. Uh, he, brought it up. He was like, I think your TikToks have come across my For You page. But he wasn't weird about it. He was like, I think it's cool. Like, I think that's dope that you get to do that for a job and this, that, and the other. So like, he was really cool about it. Um, there was a guy a couple years ago, because I think I had in my Tinder bio that if you see me on TikTok, I'm sorry. And a guy commented because we had matched. And then he commented on like my recent TikTok and was like, oh, so this is what you meant by <laughs> what I see. So uh, not, not very, very often at all. It is weird though, because a lot of men want to like have your, in so first of all, there's a lot of men trying to get fucking clout off of Tinder and Bumble and that shit's annoying as hell. Cause they'll be like, Oh, I'm never on here. Message me on my Instagram or like follow my Instagram. And I'm like, okay, try to get some fucking follower ass. <laughs> like, but so they either do that. I have my Instagrams connected, but I don't think men go to them very often because it hasn't been brought up anytime. Like no man has been like, oh my gosh, why is, what's, why do you have 596,000 followers? <laughs> um, but I have had a couple guys be like, oh, well, like, what is your Instagram? Like, I want to go see, because they want to make sure you're not like a catfish essentially. And it's like, if you really think that I'm not using the best selfies on my dating. You think I'm going to have better, like worse photos of myself on fucking Instagram? No, I mean, I'm very different because obviously my Instagram is like 99% video reels because I'm a content creator. But I had one guy and I just straight up told him, I was like, I don't want to give you my Instagram. He's like, why is it? Because I am an, like, I'm an, like, I do influencing, like that is my job. And when, if you go look at it, you know way too much about me then. And it's just weird, you know? Uh, Christine said it best one time we were talking about it because I think we had been discussing like talking to men and how it is weird with what our job and everything. And she was like, I don't like when they go look at my profiles because it just feels not invasive because obviously we put ourselves online. So like we are opening ourselves up to people knowing a lot about our lives and we get to choose what they see. But it just feels like an unfair advantage because you can have all this information, all this background on me, but then I don't know near that about you. So it's just kind of weird. It starts off on a weird dynamic. Um, sorry, Doja is still being so lovey and clingy, like on my chest. I've tried to move her a couple times and she gets pissed. Ow. No, you know that you're not supposed to put claws on bare skin, sweetheart. That shit hurts. But anyway, that question was funny because I was like, no, men never know me from the internet. And it's fine. I am totally okay with it. I have no issue with it at all. I'm actually way happier about it when they don't because it would be awkward because it is like I'm not ashamed of my job in any way, shape or form. I think it's a really cool job. I love what I do. Not ashamed. 
I just don't want either the judgment of being an influencer, because a lot of times if I just say influencing, men immediately go, oh, OnlyFans? And I'm like, no, which I have nothing against, okay? Honestly, wish I had the gumption to make it because <laughs> those people be making bank. But it's like, no, I, I make content and that's, and I don't think people realize the like level two, because I feel like they think I'm just somebody who has 10K, which is not a small number. I'm not like downing that at all. But those people are always the loudest. Oh my God. Let me tell you this one story. <laughs> I was at a bar in Kentucky. Okay. And I was with my friend who just fucking loves to tell every single person that I am a, t I'm TikTok famous. Every single person he walks up to, he was just like, do you know, she's got 2.4 million followers on TikTok. <laughs> like that's, that's how he introduces me to every single new person. And I want to rip his fucking throat out every time. But we were in a bar and we had walked, when we walked in, we gave him our IDs. And obviously I was in Kentucky. He has a Kentucky license. I have an Ohio license. So the guy looks at it and he's like, is this a fake or are you really from Ohio? And I was like, I really am from Ohio. And my, so my, then my friend, you don't know who she is. <laughs> just want to beat the shit out of him. And then, uh, he's like, she's TikTok famous. Blah, 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 blah. So then I, they're like, oh, well like show us blah, blah, blah. So I just pulled up. Cause this was like not too long after the cuteness aggression video went really viral. And so I pulled it up and I showed the guy and he was like, my girlfriend literally sent me that video. And I was like, that is me. And that is my cow. But you know, it is what it is. But anyway, so we're in the bar, we're chilling, we're hanging out with my friend and his friends. And sorry, I'm going to selfie really quick because the fact that I'm literally fucking trying to record this podcast and Doja is, why does it do that? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. But so we're at the bar and one of his friends comes up and is talking about how this guy is just being a mega douchebag. And uh, we're like, what do you mean? Like, what's he doing? And she was like, well, he just, he keeps asking people if they know him and like, he wants special treatment because he's famous and everyone in this bar should fucking know who he is. And I was like, oh my God, that sounds awful. I was like, do you know how many followers he has? Cause I don't pull the number card ever. I am. And I didn't with this man. I just had to know because a lot of times it's people with a smaller following that are just the most douchey sometimes. <laughs> and so I was like, do you know how many? And she's like, hold on, let me check. Cause I guess he had given her her username, his username. And so she shows me this motherfucker had like 46,000 on TikTok. And my friend about shit himself. Cause he's like, Lacey, if you don't go over there right fucking now. <laughs> I was like, I do not want to, I do not want to associate with somebody who's acting like that in a fucking bar. But I do just want to point that out of like, I was in that bar. I had 2.4 million and not a damn person knew who I was unless Robbie fucking introduced me as the TikTok famous bitch. So just know that even though you have a decent size following, a lot of times people don't know who the fuck you are because the internet is extremely saturated. <laughs> That's why I'm like, I'm not that cool, guys. <laughs> It was just so funny though. Cause I was just, ugh, I was just cringy. Don't be like that. Don't, do you have any idea who I am? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> but the story there from that, I feel like I'm just going back and forth when I tell, because a lot of people do ask me that question. They're like, what do you tell men on dating apps? Like, what do you tell guys? So typically what my rule have, of thumb has been recently, cause I have like I haven't really done a lot of dating, but I've hung out with a few different guys. So normally I just, when they ask like, what do you do? My first answer is always that I tell people I own a business cause I do. I own heiferpleaseco.com. That's my business. But I say, I, I also do some stuff in social media and marketing. 
and I just leave it at that. And then if I hang out with a guy a couple times and we're vibing and I'm like, okay, this is, this might not even if it's going to go somewhere, just, you know, it feels better. And I have a good gauge of them. Then I will tell them, Hey, this is also a part of my job. Cause I have done that with some guys. And like I said, it's not even just because I think it's really cool or I think they're going to want clout or any of that bullshit. I literally just do it so that I, they don't go search me because like I said, I want you to meet me organically the first time we hang out. And I want you to meet me because I'm, I'm pretty much the same person online and offline. I really do think so, but it is just vastly different. So I want you to see me because I do think the camera also, uh, makes me look bigger. And I know a lot of people think that, and it's not me trying to be insecure or like tell you, I'm actually like really, I'm actually a size two, <laughs> but it is funny. I've had several people that have met me in person be like, you are so much smaller <laughs> than I thought. I was like, I, I don't know if it's because I'm around big cows. And so people think that they're bigger and they think I'm bigger, or if it's just because of the way I'm shaped, since a lot of my weight is in my tummy because of PCOS. But I've had several people <laughs> that meet me that are like, you're a lot smaller in person. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I think, thank you, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I don't really care, but it's just funny. So yeah, that is, that is my rule of thumb when it goes to anytime I'm telling a man about my job, anytime I'm going to tell him what I'm doing, I immediately am just like, this is, I own my own business. But then sometimes they can be condescending with owning an own biz a business. Cause then I think they assume MLM and I'm like, no, I, I was an MLM once, uh, very, very weird, very honestly, scary honestly a cult. <laughs> I watched this one YouTuber called CC Suarez and she does a lot of MLM stuff. And it's honestly really intriguing because I do hate it because she brings up the point that MLMs really do target a vulnerable audience because they typically go after young women who are in very religious aspects. Like they have either a very strong Christian, Mormon, some kind of deep rooted religion. And they typically are, you know, and they, even if it's not somebody who's religious, they also really target stay at home moms to be like, oh my God, when don't you want to stay at home with the kids, but then also make all this money, boss babes. All you have to do is annoy the absolute fuck out of all of your friends and family <laughs> and message them constantly. Dude, this is not the take that I thought we were going, but oh my God, I have to tell you about the worst experience I had with an MLM because this person, I have never disliked a person more than this one person who was selling an MLM because of the way she went about it was so disrespectful. And I don't necessarily think she knew how disrespectful it came off, but literally all her posts, they all have those dumb fucking fonts and they use about 96 emojis per post. Already, I'm like, who do you think's reading this and, and enjoying their time? Because I am about to have a freaking heart attack trying to read this. My like, I'm going cross-eyed trying to understand this weird shit you have going on in this fucking nonsense. But she had messaged me. Honestly, <laughs> you know how bad I want to play the voice <laughs> the voice notes that she sent me. I would have to scroll back so goddamn far though. I think this was like, I was in college still. Okay. I'm not going to, I'm not going to look at the messages because I will be tempted to play the voice recordings. I'm not going to do that. Okay. But they had messaged, she messaged me and if very like the same, it's probably a copy and paste just, you know, Hey girl, 
been watching like your summer posts and I just love it all. Mind you, I knew that this was an MLM thing because I did not know this girl in real life. I did not know her. She's from the area. I think she went to the same college I did, but before me, I never saw her on campus. And I believe she dropped out or went to a different school. I'm not sure which one, but um, did not actually know her in real life. She added me and at back then, you know, you just kind of accept any friend request because you're just like, all right, whatever. But I was, she just was like, oh, like, I would love for you to try these products. And I was just like, no, I'm busy. I'm a full-time college student. I work. I don't want to take on something else. And she's just like, oh my God, you don't want to work from your phone? I'm like, I'm like, all this money. I'm like, it's literally, she had said one point, like, it's literally not hard. LOL. All I'm asking is you to try this product. She was just very condescending and rude with her approach. And it just rubbed me wrong from the beginning and just very rude because it's one thing to cold call, I think is the like term or cold message. I think, I don't know though, but it's one thing to do that because it can be annoying and frustrating, but it's a whole nother level to become like borderline harassing by just being like, but not taking the no for the answer because no, I don't have to have an excuse. Honestly, I could have just said no. And that's enough for me, but I am a people pleaser at my core. So I obviously had to come up with some excuses because I definitely didn't I was hoping that it would just, you know, be enough. And it was not, okay? Homegirl was like, no, <laughs> you can sell this shit. So it was just very awkward, very uncomfortable. I remember her voice notes were also just very condescending and like rude, but trying to cover that up by being like this sweet, like, oh my God, no girl. Like, I just, I think you have potential to sell and it's like super easy. So I know you're in school and have a job, but you could probably get rid of that job if you just, and I was, it was just a lot. So I ended up, um, I never blocked her. I might've by now, but I never blocked her. And I just, I, she just kind of gave up messaging me, but I did like checking in from time to time because when I tell you these posts were absolutely absurd, I mean it with my whole fucking chest. Okay. She would literally take any small mundane post and just turn it into this weird, I make all this fucking money. Look how fucking successful I am. You're so dumb if you don't do what I do. And you think I'm kidding. I'm fucking not. I once went to Julie's house and made her watch part of a live because you couldn't screen record at this time. And I think they disappeared after, I don't know, but I literally went to Julie's house to show her because I was so livid because she's on this live. Just think of your family. Like, I have all these girls tell me that they just don't have time to do something like this. And I just want you to think about your family. Think about how much you could help them. Think about your kids and how you don't get to see them and how you don't get to spend time with them. Like full of fucking like shitting on these people. And I'm just in shock because it's like I said, it's one thing to want to sell your product, to try to recruit people, to cold message, all that. But you are harassing people and basically saying that they're fucking stupid if they don't get in your MLM. And it's a weird approach, sis. It's a weird approach. But all of her posts, like she would go get her nails done. So she would post a picture of the nails and be like, oh, you know, cute set for spring, love them, blah, 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 600 emojis. But then it would be, I'm just so glad because two years ago, I was struggling paycheck to paycheck and I could never get my nails done. But now that I'm living my dream life and I have this dream job where I make $8,000 a minute because I'm messaging people on fucking Facebook, I can do it. And you could do it too if you just message me and join my team, Girly Pops. 
fucking stupid. (laughs) It drove me fucking insane because I have had other people on my Facebook friends and like mutual friends. Like, you know what I mean? that have joined an MLM and they have not been annoying. They have not been frustrating. They have not, they go live. They will post stories. They'll post. And that's fine. I feel, but this was just, like I said, it was fucking insane because the shit she would post that it just, everything was just completely packed full of just condescending energy. And basically like, I'm better than you. And if you don't join my team, you're a fucking idiot. It was just, It was fucking excessive. I did not like it. I did not like it at all. I did not enjoy it. Was not a fan. No, no, no. Also, fun fact, I told my live one time. I don't know why I thought about this. I got my coochie wax today. It was my coochie wax day. And um, the girl who used to wax my vagina. (laughs) So funny to talk about. We're just getting very intimate on this podcast, okay? (laughs) Love that. But the girl that used to wax my vagina had uh, something with her knee. I can't remember if she tore like an ACL, MCL nonsense, but she had to have surgery. So she was not going to be able to wax me for like several weeks uh, because she obviously was not able to do it. So she was like, I'm going to, you're going to go with somebody else, but you know, I trust them. And I was like, honestly, I don't give a shit. Like I love personally getting Brazilians because I am somebody who I don't like having a lot of body hair. It's my own personal preference. It's not a partner or society's pressures because I do think that's whack. If you want to have body hair, fucking have body hair. If anyone tells you it's gross, fucking punch them in the face. (laughs) But for me personally, I don't like having hair, especially down there. And I fucking hate shaving. So I started getting Brazilians life fucking changing. Okay. It, it hurts. Okay. Your first wax will hurt the most because your hair is the most thick and coarse, but literally the amount of hair I have is so much significantly less and the waxes are a lot more manageable. I will say they call it the horseshoe. It's right up by the lips and where like the, you know, clit is. <laughs> I just can't handle how out of pocket this episode has gone. Literally in the beginning, I was borderline crying talking about mental health and now I'm like, so you know the way your pussy's set up. <laughs> the horseshoe part they call it is the worst. That shit hurts. But the rest is pretty chill, I'll say. Um, it still is like, mm, you just ripped hair out of my, you know, body with hot wax. But I think it's pretty manageable. And I enjoy it because, like I said, I go once a month and I never, I have not shaved since April. I think I got my first one in April. I don't know. But I have not shaved since. And it's been fucking amazing. Uh, I've only had to shave my armpits and my legs, which isn't that bad. So... I personally, big Brazilian girly. Also, my biggest reason for wanting to go was because I'm, we're just opening the fucking door. You're going to hear all about it. So I just knew with my whole chest that I was not shaving my butt adequately. Okay. I knew that I was rocking a mullet and I was very embarrassed about it because I was like, what if I am in talking? <laughs> but it's serious. I was like, I don't want to have like a fucking mustache around my butt. So that was the biggest, the big, big selling point for me. We have gone really far. We have gone really far and really intimate into Lacey's life. And I don't know how I feel about it. But anyway, um, (laughs) the girl who started waxing me the first time, it was really funny because she's, as soon as she came in, you are poo bear in it. So you obviously don't have underwear or bottoms on so that they can, you know, access the hoo-ha, but uh, you know, whatever you have on the top you have on. And she immediately saw my leg tattoos and was obsessed, which is totally fair. Like I know that my leg and now my arm are a talking piece for people. And that's totally fine. I like talking tattoos with people. No, no problem at all. 
but she like the way she grabbed my leg and was looking at it while my whole pussy is out was a little jarring because <laughs> I'm like we just met and I know that you're about to wax my vagina but like this is a little different but she was super nice though she's great love her she's done it the last two or three times now but the funniest part was when I came back this yes yeah, so this has been the third time she's waxed me at least so I came back the second time and as soon as she walked in she's like oh yeah leg tattoos I remember you now and I was like oh yeah and then she comes over and she's also like, but fun fact, she's like, imagine my surprise. And she's literally putting wax on my vagina as we're having this conversation. <laughs> she's like, imagine my surprise when I'm scrolling TikTok and all of a sudden I see a video and I see the person in the video and I go, I wax that girl's vagina. <laughs> so it was just so funny because she was just like, I literally was just like, oh my God. I know what her pussy looks like. And I was like, sick. <laughs> God, this has gotten unfucking hinged. All right. Uh, I'm going to now be, uh, go through some by, I haven't been as into the men this, uh, the last couple days. I'm sorry. I've been letting you guys down. But this bio was genuinely fucking so funny. It made me laugh because it's one of those that like, I don't even know how to explain it. I'll just read it to you. So this guy's bio says, slice bread is going to be pissed when it sees us together. <laughs> because the thing, I'm like, it's better than sliced bread. Oh, that one was so good. Oh, this guy. Oh my God. This guy. Holy shit. I could not believe I saw this. When I screenshotted this, I think it was to make sure I was going to show other people to make sure that like I was not seeing things because this man has in his bio just straight up like bullet points. I am a single father, no trans, no couples, no black emoji. Are you this fucking me right now? Holy shit. I have never been so jarred by a fucking profile. And I've seen men's entire dick prints because they think that's a cool and fun, fresh thing we want to see. This man can straight up go to fucking hell because... I know that there are preferences and obviously transgender is something that could affect a relationship. Totally understand. I, I know that I'm not transgender, so I don't want to speak on it because it's very different when you're actually somebody in that community. I know that there's been a lot of talk of when you disclose or how you should disclose. I'm not here to touch that. And I'm not saying you're a terrible person if you necessarily wouldn't want to date somebody that's a trans, like that is transgender. A puta straight up put no and then that black circle emoji is fucking crazy to me. <laughs> Holy shit. And even the no trans, because like all you have to do is just not swipe, you know, instead of bringing them down when they read that and make them feel bad about themselves. You could have just not put it in there and then, you know, just not swiped on somebody who is transgender. That's a lot easier option, you know. I don't say he's five, seven. So I'm, this is the only time I'm going to be okay. It's okay for me to make a short joke because he's an asshole. Okay. Any other time five, seven short Kings, it's fine. Okay. But right now we're having a pass, but you don't see me in my fucking bio being like, if you're five, seven, grow the fuck up. You don't see me putting that because I would hate to make somebody feel bad just because of something they cannot control. And I genuinely am somebody who thinks that I don't think that, um, I don't think transgender, I don't think that sexuality is a choice. I think it is something that genuinely is how you feel. And I think it's valid. And I believe you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want to make sure that you are living your most authentic self. I do not give a fuck what that means because it doesn't affect me. Just let me know how I can try to 
help you in a way to make you feel comfortable. Let me know what I need to do to try to make you feel more comfortable. And I will do my damnedest. Okay. I will do my absolute fucking damnedest because if there's one thing that I think is so important is that I think every single person on this fucking planet deserves to feel loved, respected, and appreciated for who they truly are. That period. That is, I do not, I don't care what that looks like to you because it doesn't fucking affect me. If you were born a man, but really feel in your heart that you are female and want to transition, I don't know what that's like, of course, because I'm not that way. I, I was born a woman and I do feel like a woman, but that doesn't mean that I get to fucking disrespect how you feel just because I don't fucking feel it. That's insane behavior to be like, well, it doesn't make sense to me. So it's obviously wrong. No, motherfucker, you're just not transgender and that's okay, but they are and they're valid. So fuck off. <laughs> We're getting really hot and heavy here. Getting a lot of, a lot of tangents. Is this... Oh, this was just a really good bio. I feel like I think I think that's why I screenshot this one. It says just a guy looking for someone right for me. I want someone who shows similar interest and shows she's down for me like I am her. I'm looking to find out where loyalty and communication went. That one's a little bad. I don't really love the like, I just want to know where loyalty and communication went. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> whatever. But I do think that is a decent bio to just kind of say what you're wanting and what you're into. I think that's totally fair. But we have gone on some tangents. I have gotten hot and heated for no goddamn reason. I'm just in my room like, ah! anyway, <laughs> I do have another king of the internet, ladies and gentlemen. I do. We are three for fucking three right now. And it's so funny because this guy is actually the one guys. Uh, oh, hold on. This DM's kind of cool. I just checked my, um, I literally was going to my Instagram to see if like the podcast Instagram, which is just feral cow bitch pod. If you ever want, I do check those DMS a lot. I like this to be interactive. So if you have questions, comments, anything go there, but this person said, hi, I was also wrongfully terminated and had a really hard time with it. I'm not the kind of person who gets fired. Oh my gosh. Same. That was something that fucked with me too. Also turned into the best thing that ever happened to me. Oh, love that. I'm so glad that it worked out for you. Oh, love that. But yeah, that was also something that was hard for me when we were talking about it in the last uh, thing. Oh, gosh. Um, oh, this one's really nice. At first, I wanted to suggest. Oh, oh, wait, hold on. Let's actually read this whole thing because I love this. So this person, I don't know if they said that I can give their name because obviously they are listening, which is amazing. Thank you so much. But they said, hello, gorgeous. <laughs> girl stop <laughs> recently started listening to your podcast and i'm already in love with you more than i was already the segments ideas chef's kiss you being unapologetic you fantastic so i have a couple things for you my dear first i wanted to make a suggestion to the internet kings of tiktok a creator that i absolutely adore and you might already okay so we will check him out brian sweet he's the oh we like that guy such a wholesome man deserves the praise secondly i wanted to comment on the tinder matching and not responding bit from a female perspective i have definitely done this 100 percent have been on twitter swiping away just because i got my horny goggles on and want some male attention lol ope and then once the goggles come off and i get the post nut clarity from myself bitch you're so fucking funny also i hope it's okay to say bitch because i mean it in like a bitch that way um I'm like, oh, should I swipe right on this dude? And then I feel like shit person, so I'll unmatch if I really don't vibe with them. <laughs> you know what? I love that female perspective. I appreciate that. Love all your content. It brings me so much serotonin during some personally... Okay, okay. I won't finish that because I don't want to, you know, looking forward for the next episode. Also, for you to share my name. Oh, okay. I can share. So this is Kaylin. 
Kaylee Lynn, sorry, it was all together in the one thing. Thank you so much. First of all, you're gorgeous. So thank you for telling me that. But you are also a gorgeous slay. You're also really fucking funny. <laughs> like this message really got me. Um, but thank you very much for not only the input, but also sharing. That was great. Thank you so much. Oh, Brian Sweet in it. Brian Sweet. Let's go look at him. Let me turn my volume down so I don't blast. Brian Sweet? She said was a guy that she thinks can be an internet king. Do we? Are we going to have two? Are we going to have two? Mm, mm, mm. I don't know what's wrong with some of y'all men, but y'all are tripping. This girl messaged me and she said, my husband hasn't, my husband has not touched me in months due to the fact that I'm pregnant. Like, yes, my stomach is big. I've gained some weight. He just doesn't find me attractive. Just that the third. I'm on my second kid. He was like this last time. <sighs> Hey, ladies, let me explain something to you. You ever had, like, some slow-cooked, like, prime rib or just some, some tender meat? That's what happens when a woman is pregnant. She started to get those stretch marks, that cellulite. She started gaining weight in them hips. They started opening up. Mmm. Fellas, y'all don't know what y'all missing. <laughs> oh. Oh, we like that. Mm. Well, we like all of that. <laughs> Do some. Okay, I'm gonna be honest. It was a little too sexual for me, but oh, I love when people have the yes, I have one with the spicy emoji, because then they're just like, yeah, yeah, I got it. You know, I got it. Um, he is funny though. That that, and I like a man who obviously is well, very man, shit. Sorry, <laughs> that actually scared me. I just fucking jumped in my own room because of something that I played. But definitely an internet king. Definitely. Um, like his vibe. So thank you, Kaylee Lynn, for showing that. Love that for you. Love, love that you're helping out the pod. I absolutely adore that. I think I screenshotted the profile. I know I follow him, so I can find him there too if I can't find the screenshot. But what's funny about this next internet king that I found is he's actually 06 Nissan's roommate. <laughs> But they're just like very similar vibe. And so it's really fun. Uh, let me get you his. Okay. Yeah. Pretty real cool is his username. And then it's Fitzgerald Chexworth. If that's really his name, I'm marrying this man because that is a fucking name. He's, his bio says, uh, do a leap of please say my name. That's fucking hilarious. I feel like, I don't know. I actually don't know what this man's name is, but yeah, it's pretty real cool. And I found him because he was making videos with 06 Nissan. They just have, it's very same energy as 06 Nissan. They look very similar. And I just, the comedy is there. He's fucking funny. He has actually has less than 10,000 followers right now, um, which I, the only reason I find that surprising is because he has a lot of funny videos and he has really good views. Like his views, he, his views do well. So I'm, I'm just shocked that he only has less than 10K because his shit's fucking funny. His shit's fucking funny, okay? Fucking Henry, 06 Nissan, Fitzgerald, these guys, man. Henry, Henry, Henry. It's literally, okay, so hold on. It's Henry, 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 Henry. So it's four Henrys, and then the last Henry, I'm assuming he ran out of characters. It's just H-E-N-R. And that man, too, he has so many views and so funny, and he only has 81,000, which is still a good number, but, like, I just feel like he's so fucking funny. And then Gabe has 101K, which is great, but... I just think they deserve more. I really do. They're so fucking funny. Their content makes me laugh so hard. 
So I think these internet kings need more clout, okay? They are so funny. The the one she suggested, the Brian Sweet, he has 2 million. So that's good. He has a good following. It seems like he's a decent dude. I might look into more of his videos. I think I picked a really funny one. It was just the most recent one. Because like I said, it was a little sexual, which was kind of weird. But I do appreciate the message of just being very straightforward and accepting women's bodies for what they are. Especially when she's growing your fucking child. Oh, oh. Oh, we wouldn't, I would not be doing, I would not be a good wife sometimes if that's, I am, if there's one thing I am sure of, I am going to need a really fucking strong partner in the sense of just dealing with my shit because I just, I just get so tired of the rhetoric that is just around it because sometimes you think that we're doing so good and we're moving forward positively and then we just feel like it just, you get hit and setback because I actually, I'm not going to disclose what company because it's still in the early works, but I'm very excited because I might be working with this company that's women owned for women. Very cool. Talk to the one founder. She's amazing. Really excited to potentially work with them. But I told them, I was like, you know, I have a pretty sizable following and I think I'm one of the bigger like ag slash Western influencers. So it's really frustrating because I literally cannot get a lot of ag companies to work with me. I have messaged a lot of them, a lot of the big heavy hitters that do a lot of social media with social media people. I won't name names, but there's like especially one Western wear company that does a fuck ton with creators. And I've noticed that the women they work with are conventionally attractive are like Instagram models. And it's still so annoying because me and Christine have had the conversation where sex does sell. And a lot of times brands will not work with you because you're not, you can't wear a bikini and sell it, you know? And it just sucks because it's like, my comedy is there. My reach is there. Like the fact that I am not conventionally hot doesn't mean shit because why are we even worried about hot? Because then if you think of I'm going on a tangent, if you think about it, the consumers in this fucking industry are women. Okay. Women don't want to see other hot women just selling them things because they're hot women. They want to see real fucking women. They want to see real people doing real shit, being real people. So it doesn't, I don't know when society's going to hop on that train, but I told that woman, I was like, I'm very excited. I would love to work with your company because I would love to see you grow and be successful. And I don't, I don't, I'm not saying I possess the power to do that because I don't, I do not have that kind of reach or pull, but I would love to help in any way because a company that you know, doesn't want a company that wants to have inclusivity and be there for women and to just, you know, really, I love that energy. It's very, very same energy that I have and want to convey. Cause like I said, I know that these ad companies aren't working with me for one of two reasons. It's either because I'm a liberal with tattoos and opinions and I give a shit about human rights and that does not fall into their conservative Christian like, you know, base, their fucking audience. So that's one thing. And I do think that is heavy because obviously, you know, like Christianity and country go hand in fucking hand. Uh, listen to one fucking song, <laughs> listen to one country song and you'll hear Jesus at least once. And then the second part being, I'm not conventionally hot. And listen, I'm not dogging on myself. I think I'm attractive. I think I'm a beautiful woman. I have a lot of amazing qualities. I have a lot of amazing qualities that have nothing to do with the fucking meat sack about me. And that's what I think is the most cool about me. 
because you could take away any looks or anything. And I still think I'm a really good fucking human and a really cool one. So that's what I give a shit about. But the fact that I'm not, I'm obviously not an Instagram model. I'm not making posts like an Instagram model. I don't look like an Instagram model and that's totally fine. I like looking like a real fucking person, but And there's nothing wrong with hot bitches either. Okay. Hot bitches are hot. I don't want that to seem like I'm shitting on them. Okay. It's not your fault that you're, you know, hot. (laughs) Good, Good for you. Get a bag, be hot. I'm not hating on you at all, but it's just frustrating to think because I obviously no company has messaged me back. Could you imagine a fucking email? I email this company like, hi, I'd love to work with you. And they're just like, get out of here. You ugly fat bitch. Oh my God, (laughs) that would be so fucking funny. Honestly, I think I'd respect that more. (laughs) Oh my God, that'd be so fucking funny. (laughs) But I, like I said, I do think that I don't fall into that category, but I think that's like all the more reason for me to be, you know, cause I love when a company sees my potential and sees that I'm different. I love that. And I'm not like, I'm edgy, I'm different. I'm so fucking cool. What I mean by that is I think a lot of companies will look at me and go, this bitch is a cow's an ag. I don't know how she could help us sell so-and-so, or I don't know how we could work with her. And I, I see that and I understand that. But then I have companies like Saniderm that are like, hey, we love that you're fucking different because the only people we can sponsor or we can work with are tattoo artists. So we think it's dope as hell that we have this girl in Ohio who has cows, but is also heavily tatted to be one of our representatives. Like that shit's cool. So... That's what I mean. I don't want it to seem like I, I'm that full of myself to be like, I'm just literally like one of the best. Okay. <laughs> you can't get any better or more original than I. No, that's no, 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 no. Honestly, I think all three of the kings of internets should have way more fucking followers than me. The, Henry, especially. I'm sorry. I will not shut up about Henry. I love that man so much. <laughs> I just, I love that man so much. He should be famous. Famous as fuck. Okay. He deserves it. He's so funny. But that's the thing. It's just, it's very frustrating. And I just, that was hot off, hot off the old brain because I literally just got off that call with that woman not too long ago. And I was like, yeah, that's, I would love to work with you because I love your message. I love that you're women owned. I love all this shit. But also I am frustrated with the ad community sometimes because I feel like I'm on the outskirts because I'm different and there's nothing wrong with being different. And it's also a testament. I'm not going to fucking change who I am so that you are comfortable working with me. Now, If a brand that I want to work with is like, hey, do you mind not cussing as much in a video? I can do that. I understand that completely because then I'm now representing you. I'm not just representing myself at that point. I have no issues with that. I luckily have worked with a lot of really cool brands that most of the time they're like, no, we don't give a shit. (laughs) Like we don't want you to not seem like you, which I love. And those are most of the companies that I work with. But sometimes out of respect for them, I just won't even cuss because like I said, I do fully understand that I am now representing you you and your company as well. So I don't want you to think that I'm just going to like, you know, whatever. But it is just, it is frustrating. It is frustrating to realize that like, you know, would I get more brand deals if I looked like an Instagram model? Absolutely. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. And that's okay, though. You know, would I get more brand deals if I cussed less and didn't speak out occasionally about human rights and stuff and wasn't liberal, or at least didn't act like I was liberal? Yes, 100%. 
and not all with the liberal, I'm talking more of the ag companies, but it is just so annoying because it's like, I'm not going to change who I am. I'm not going to not be anything but authentically lacy. So at the end of the day, I'm just glad I don't have to rely on brand deal money because I don't get that. I don't get a shit ton. The ones I do get are usually like really cool companies that most of the time, most of the time I reach out first. So I'm very grateful that I get the brand deals I do, but I'm also very grateful I don't have to depend on them because I just, they suck sometimes. Brands suck. I like working with small businesses because even though I don't get like paid the same way I would get paid from a large company, I like helping another small business and knowing that, you know, we can work together and it's actually impacting, you know, these people significantly. Cause that's the thing is like, if I make a video for fucking, if I did, I, I don't want to say it, you know, I'll say a company that would never fucking work with me. If I did a video for Apple. Okay. If they were like, we want you to promote the new iPad, blah, blah, blah. And we'll pay you so-and-so money. Obviously my rates I would have as my normal rates because they're a fucking huge company. Like they could pay me so much money, but I would not like that money is just the money that they're paying me is, you know, the billions of dollars that they have and the money that I could potentially make them that, you know, from promoting is just going to the fucking giant corporate CEOs that already are making a fuck ton of fucking money versus if I work with a small business, I don't make near the money. So I'm working with two companies right now that I, I, I'm working with one that's getting ready to launch and I'm going to, I don't want to say help the launch because it's not that at all. I'm just one of the first influencers that they're bringing on and I'm really excited about it. They're not paying me. I get free clothes, but they're not paying me at all. And I'm okay with that because I want to just help this company. Like I, I, I like them. I like what they stand for. They help me in other ways too, because they have always been like, anytime you want help with apparel or something with your merch, absolutely let us know. And I like that. And I also like the relationship. And there's also other benefits that you can get from working with companies like that. Um, but that's the same thing with this company that I just got off the phone with that's women owned. I, we're going to talk more. They want to send me free clothes. And for me, that's enough for me to make some videos because I want to promote this business because I like what they stand for. I like the owners. And I know that like me promoting them and then potentially making decent money off of those videos is going to go straight back to them and straight back into their business. It's not just going to make sure that a fucking CEO gets to have another fucking summer house, you know? So... I'm literally like the eat the rich right now. I'm like, if I get a big company that wants to sponsor me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take all the money I can take. But if you're a small business, I'll consider it because, you know, we support small in this house. I am a small business, so I support small business. Okay. Where have we gone in this podcast episode? Who fucking knows? Honestly, it's been a whirlwind. Like I said, the fact that we literally went from talking mental health and me literally tearing up to then talking about me getting my pussy waxed is fucking insane to me. But you know what? That should just be full circle of what to expect on this podcast. <laughs> In a fucking hour, I can go to both ends of the spectrum. <laughs> but obviously, like I said, you can check out the Instagram for this podcast, the at feral cow bitch pod. If you have any suggestions, comments, questions, concerns, love to hear them there. I am okay with negative feedback. Okay. I hope I stopped using like so much, but I know I still used it a lot. I'm so sorry. I will work on it. Um, but, um, that's that. 
And if you have any other, if you want to look at any of my other socials, you can check them out. I have them linked in the bio. The other podcast that I was on was Second Dairy Podcast, but I'll put the actual name in the bio as well. So you can search it if you want to take a listen. I think they have a lot of really cool stuff. They are more on the educational side for sure, but it's really cool to hear from people like in the industry. Him and his wife are both vets. They have this dairy operation. It's really cool to get to hear from them. So if you want to check that out, totally check it out. But other than that, I hope you have a fan-fucking-tastic day, week, night, year, all of it, okay? And slay the day away. (laughs) I said that in one, and I was like, you know what? I need need to, like, sign off other than love you, bye. I need something to finish it up, like a nice, cute bow to just, you know? I don't have it yet, though, so love you, bye.